You know, I did talk, we had a, a conversation today. Um, what is the worst band that you tried to like for a crush or significant other? Ooh. Um, and though the correct answer for me is mindless self-indulgence, the Jesus. almost correct answer is fish. Fish! Jesus. My least favorite bar experience in Chicago history was somewhere in Wicker Park I went that only had sours and then started streaming a fish concert. Is this is this how you're reflecting on leaving Chicago? Is you're just thinking yeah. of, you're compiling <laughs> least favorite bar experiences? I'm gonna go right into the top ball. five. On the same yeah. note as what Stephen is saying, I was uh, during a Memorial Day like barbecue thing uh, a few days ago. Someone I was talking to told us that she, when she was in middle or early high school, had an Aerosmith phase to impress somebody. Oh, and just God. got really, really like whole. And I, I was like, "Are you talking like Toys in the Attic? Are you talking like Power Ballad era?" And she was like, "The whole thing, all of it." Just got Can super into Aerosmith and was like, "Aerosmith is my thing." And then coincidentally, we went to Disney World that year, and you know they had the rock and roller coaster, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this is perfect. Classic this fucking is ride. Yeah, <laughs> kind of ride." Uh, do, do you guys have answers? I've never done that. I've only tried. That's to, not a surprise in the least yeah. bit. Oh, no. <laughs> Not in the. <laughs> I'm, I'm only here to try to make them have. The ones that I tried to get into were more for you guys than for uh, for any significant That's very other. Sweet. So, That's so like I, maybe like oh, Kaiser man. Chiefs. <laughs> but I don't think any of us were actually into them. I think we just were, you know, 16 years old. Be. The Fratellis. I don't yeah, know. Meh. Matt keeps trying to get into black metal to impress me, and he can't. Uh, do it. I can't do it. <laughs> it's so boring. <laughs> My other, uh, I actually had a lot of good answers because of questionable tastes of people that I liked at, at one point. You don't have to do this to yourself. Um, no, 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 no. This is, no, I'll admit to trying to like things that I think are bad. Um, that's fine. <laughs> I'm not yeah, ashamed. I, I try this all the time. Um, like, uh, try to keep an open mind. Uh, do you watch anime right, for exactly. this podcast? You know. Uh, right. Nothing shameful about that. Um, my other answer is Amanda Palmer. Ooh, that's a rough one. <laughs> I feel like that's not yeah. even really a musical issue so much as a everything else. Oh, the music is no, so no, no. fucking Have bad, you heard though. the music no there, Travis? Dude, it is, have you it is excruciating to listen It's so bad. <laughs> is it quirky? Neil yes. Gaiman. Yeah, but it's like goth Good quirky. Reads. Divorce? <laughs> I forgot about that. Splitting, protecting yourself while divorcing someone with borderline or narcissistic personality disorder was what he indicated on Goodreads. Oh, yeah. Uh, less than, just over two years ago. And then he was like, I was hacked. And I was like, that's one of the best jokes. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. And then WAPO suspended him for two weeks or whatever. Prog Rock fans taking L's once again. <laughs> we keep being oppressed by the man. <laughs> There's no more <laughs> oppressed minority in America than prog rock fans. If Dave Weigel didn't like Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, he would have been able to get away with it. But once again, <laughs> the man okay. is holding him down. Here's, here's I think, uh, uh, a good segue into my question, which is, what's the worst artist that somebody has tried to get into because of you? <laughs> Mine is definitely Rush. Has to be Rush. <laughs> Jack Kerouac. I would love to know Ooh. that someone out there has oh. tried to get into something that I like to because they have a crush on me and I'm not aware. Yeah. I, listen, but that's a, that goes back to Craig Finn. Ian, right. Ian, I did try to get into Jack Kerouac because of you. So and I did because yes. Craig Finn. That's how right. we all did it. Right. It all comes back to them. 
Welcome to the beginning and the end of the world. I think it would be a funny bit to have a to do a pick every week and then just get together and shoot the shit and edit it as a podcast <laughs> and then like at the end of the week what be like all right what are we, we watching watch next the week episodes. yeah we did watch them but we it's just like <laughs> yeah, it that sets point, the tone of the club. conversation that's male friendship <laughs> <laughs> folks welcome to as you know the podcast cursed by the devil himself to watch every television show ever created uh, but we found a sick loophole where we can just watch the first and last episodes and speculate about what happened in the middle. Uh, my name is Matt Siani, excitedly Trump. demonstrating to us the chicken coop he built out of four sticks in the ground taped together with duct tape. It's Stephen Downton. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like it. I can't argue with that. <laughs> Storming off from breakfast because his partner just said that eggs are chicken periods. It's Travis Merman. Did you guys know I wrote a huge song for Garth Brooks? <laughs> he did indeed. Which one? I, I didn't know it. <laughs> it was, I don't know any <laughs> songs. But he wrote. <laughs> it was like the first one to debut at number one in the country charts or something. Yeah, that's what Kelly Pickles was about. And uh, and behind the bar, convincing some dumb tourists that it's the local tradition to take a shot of some sickening smoked salmon liqueur. It's Ian Benson. <laughs> I would try the smoked salmon liqueur. Yeah, I would too. I know that you would, but you wouldn't be able to do a shot of fish sauce, right? No, fish, I'm allergic to anchovies, so fish sauce actually <laughs> oh, tastes right, like that's biologically that's why bad it. to me. So wait, the year that I said I was going to get banana neutral and you said you were going to get fish sauce <laughs> neutral, it was just going to be me being like, oh, I don't mind this food anymore, and it'd be you being like, I've overcome my allergy. <laughs> well, I didn't know. I didn't know why, and now, I, now it makes so much more sense. Now you understand. <laughs> Um, that's all I can do in terms of hosting, Ian. You have to take over. That's now. fine. I can take over because that is what my duty is. But Matt graciously, graciously deferred to me as being the guy being like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take these tourists to town and then I'm going to let one of them shake a cocktail <laughs> as slow as humanly <laughs> what is possible. This fucking golden feather in Chicago, Illinois. Are you, it's good that you did that because I remember one time when Steven was here at my place. And we went to a bar and we were talking about how vigorously they were shaking the cocktail. And then Steven referenced you getting annoyed at a bar in yeah. Chicago <laughs> yeah. for how slowly they were shaking the cocktail. Yeah. For some reason, you pretending to do the like, he did this bit where he took the like the, the cocktail shaker, you know, the classic like silver cocktail shaker, like an invisible one, like he was doing an improv scene uh, and shook it at like the slowest pace you could possibly try to shake something. And for some reason in that moment, it's the funniest thing I'd ever seen. <laughs> Faster funniest than the bartender at seen. the actual bar. So funny. There's yeah. a guy at, a, at my favorite bar. I won't say the name of it because I don't, I don't want to uh, blow up his spot, but he shakes cocktails really fast and like, really like, like he's vibrating them or like, like really, really small range of motion, but really fast. And the look of it, and I, I don't know, like if you guys can picture it, my my feeling on it is it's the way that a guy who jerks off too much shakes a cocktail. <laughs> like he just really has this just like 
grip and this, I'm gonna like, make tight, a drink. Like, I'm going. I'm going to make a drink between like us talking about the episodes, and I'm going to be so self conscious yeah. of the <laughs> yeah, way that I have been shaking the cocktail. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be in fear, just being like, wait. And then I'm just going to come back and be like, so Matt, can you define too much? <laughs> this is the way a wanker makes a martini. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I can't believe David Beckham's here criticizing the way I make, <laughs> make drinks. Uh, so yes, it is as you know, and this week <laughs> we did something that you don't know. Welcome to a new subset of As You Know. It's called You Don't Know. Which is where we cover episodes that nobody has ever remembered to the point that they don't have Wikipedia pages and the no IMDb one. pages are incomplete. Yet somehow this ran for three seasons. Three no seasons. one has heard of this show. I had to get a ride home today because of an intense downpour. And the friend that was giving me a ride home was asking what I was up to. And I said, well, I'm going to record my dumb podcast. And they were like, what, uh, what are you going to do tonight? And I was like, well. And then I said the name. And they looked at me like I was speaking a different language. And then I just kept doing the David Letterman, I uh, love you, Kelly Pickler. <laughs> just fu- like, just like figuring new ways to say it with nothing else. Well, let's, well, let's talk about, let's talk about telling Travis what we were going to watch this week and what that <laughs> chat was like. <laughs> like how yeah, many right. times, did I, how many times did I have to say? <laughs> I, th- I thought you were just... <laughs> blurting I, here's like uh, Kelly Pickler. I was like, what about? No, her? no, no. no. Hey, listen, I'm going to I'm going to pull it up. I'm already in the DM. What horrors await me for my birthday wo- recording weekend? Gods, Travis. That's what Steven says. And then Travis goes, American Gods. Great first season. <laughs> it's uh, something dreadful. I actually can't remember. Travis, Penny dreadful. That would be a very Matt pick. Steven, I love Kelly Pickler. Me, a CMT original. We still haven't done a streaming show. Okay, but actually, what show? <laughs> Kelly Pickler's Wikipedia page is not helping me here. I love Kelly Pickler. That's the name of the show. Like, yeah, just having to record I was like, this. was Kelly Pickler on Penny Dreadful? Like, <laughs> I was really struggling there. It would have been very good if we never had made it clear. And tra- Like, this is the version of the podcast where Steven is the one asking, and he just then assumes we're watching Penny Dreadful, <laughs> watches 200 episodes of Penny Dreadful, and comes to that to talk about the horny vampire show we couldn't well yeah no we actually you should have known we weren't going to do penny dreadful i would have started screaming the moment oh, yeah, penny dreadful I'm not was mentioned to pick a vampire because show. it's a showtime and a vampire show two things that are currently banned <laughs> and will uh, never the ban will never be lifted oh i was gonna say I really what about do you do uh, the strain sometime <laughs> what about what about halloween we, we return to vampires uh, yeah i'll do but that. anyways Back for more vampires. We also had our own spooky experiences this week when we all <laughs> fell in love with American sweetheart Kelly yeah, Pickler. That's right. A, sh- a show we now, all watched on an account Matt made on Voodoo by Fandango. <laughs> where at various points we ran into the problem of multiple people streaming it, which means somebody at Voodoo by Fandango went, what the fuck's happening over here with the I Love Kelly Pickler show? <laughs> only these two episodes he keeps watching on repeat. Okay. Somebody's about to make the hey. Wikipedia page for the show, finally, because they're like, it's culturally relevant. <laughs> Six yeah, views. In Germany, somebody, there's going to be a lot of people listening and watching. A machine just started to beep somewhere <laughs> in the Fandango <laughs> Voodoo offices, and they're like, what on earth? They treated it like they had to get like like contact where they first hear the aliens. <laughs> Sir. You won't believe this. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, the assets been <laughs> the assets been, <laughs> been targeted. 
What? <laughs> the message has been received. At an archaeological dig somewhere, like, <laughs> you're mining and then you come upon, like, a statuette of Kelly Pickler and her husband. You know that, uh, the, like, dumb thing that people like to put through every now on Twitter of just like, oh, thank God you're seeing this. You're in a coma. This is an experimental treatment yeah. to try and get you to wake up. Yeah, that dumb thing. I wish that somebody had put this in the middle of that. Just like watching me like, oh shit, am I in the Matrix right now? Yeah, you're in the Matrix right now. But there's no escape. Yeah, 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 yeah. Abdul Martin shows up. Originals. That's it. Yeah. That's uh, yeah so, um, originally I was going to, to you know, the, 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 when I wasn't going to come on, there were bits about me recording for, recording like three 20-second segments of me yeah. berating Matt for picking this and him just slipping it in where he could. Um but after seeing that Matt spent his own money so that we could watch <laughs> I Love Kelly Pickler, I just no longer have the ability to be mad about it. Like, even the fact that it was like $4 or whatever you spent. My total. favorite detail is that Matt spent four of his dollars. Probably, we'll call it five after fees and such, taxes and, and the sort, to watch I Love Kelly Pickler. And he, he drew the line at the seven dollars so he could get the high def. Yeah. Oh <laughs> no! You, you don't want to watch this in high definition? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> this is a standard def show. This is on. It, 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 if your parents have a television in their kitchen, that is the correct thing to watch this on. I was trying to just knock this out because I had time before work today. I was like, I guess we can watch. I guess I watch the Okay Pickler episode. I'm sitting on a chair in the living room, watching my laptop. And Alex usually watch the show with me, and I was like, "You really don't have to watch this one." She was like, "No, I'll, I'll hang out while you watch it." And then put it on. She was like, "Can you cast it to the TV or something?" And I was like, "No, <laughs> absolutely not. I will not. I, this is not dignified turning on my TV." I was really <laughs> bummed. I was really bummed that Steven started watching, and like right when I had like paused it as I was making food, because then I could have just watched the last fifteen minutes while doing the dishes. Yeah. Which would have felt thematically appropriate. That and is. also, I wouldn't have missed anything because there was nothing to miss. Anyways, I can't wait for next week uh, when we cover Pickler and Ben, the syndicated daytime talk show that she had with media personality Ben Aaron that ran for 261 episodes. <laughs> that is so fucking the crazy. Pickler verse. I'm oh Pickler Rick. That's two seasons, right. though, baby. You thought the Munsters was a lot in two seasons. I love you, well, Kelly Pickler. I love you, Kelly Pickler. Why, why did you pick this, Matt? I mean, I can probably figure out why. But did, did anybody else watch American Idol here? Yes, I, I it remember my Kelly. So my mom watched American Idol religiously in the two thousands, and I usually would watch like the auditions because that's when like the funny like, where the freak show comes out yeah the embarrassing you know definitely William. not on staged bad performances were yeah uh, and my mom also would just like i don't know she was very very into it for a time so i knew who a lot of people were even if i wasn't watching it yeah if 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 you'll Sorry. recall uh all the way last week um when you mentioned kelly pickler i knew who she was you did you did no, i did not know that she was on dancing with the stars no, me neither. I did not know. What, never she seen she was the star? The stars. I imagine. Yeah. Travis, that can't be true. I mean, I've seen clips, I guess, but never. There's a second. Been in front of a TV. Boom, where roasted. Wow, stars. look oh, at this liar. He's been exposed. Absolutely. How, what, else, what else is Travis lying about? Just. Countless things. 
destroyed, demolished. I picked I Love You, Kelly Pickler because I... It, it seemed as almost as deep as you can go into <laughs> television is. that nobody remembers at all. Um, and I, I remember watching Kelly Pickler on American Idol. I thought she was fun. I liked the character that she was playing. It was a good vibe. She wasn't <laughs> as serious as Carrie Underwood, but still had that country singer thing going on. Uh, I was curious, you know, what she was up to. And it seemed like it would be a nice light watch. And also, I picked it because I figured Travis would not like it and uh it seems like a, a thing that you do on somebody's birthday on this show is you pick yeah that was that the birthday boy i was, is I was more of a Catherine. i was more of a Catherine mcphee guy that uh, uh yeah, that is that is now firmly <laughs> podcast tradition is you go out of your way if we record on somebody's birthday to try and pick something that you know they're not gonna like um the more we say i love you kelly pickler is there I a you? Wanna, I thought it was just I love Kelly Pickler. I love Kelly Pickler. I, you know, I can't tell. I, I checked the Wikipedia page. But. <laughs> Godspeed you, Kelly Pickler. <laughs> um, so this seemed... So when you... What was your process here? Were you just looking for CMT originals and then you scrolled through and found this? or? Um, probably. Probably that, yeah. Hey, well, guys. Guys, you jumped over something. Nobody asked me if I was familiar with Kelly Pickler. Were you familiar <laughs> oh, yes. with Kelly Pickler? What's your Pickler uh, so, history? The name sounded a little bit familiar to me, and I couldn't place why for a while, and then I did some research on Kelly Pickler. I realized why. And now if everyone here could open up the Twitter DM. Oh, boy. I've now just sent a photo. Oh, my gosh. It's Ian, Kelly Pickler it's Ian once. kissing Kelly Pickler. No, oh Kelly Pickler had a very famous, <laughs> prominent friend. Bill Engvall? Yeah, that is a huge, a huge friend. And some blonde girl next to him who's tall. Wow! Wait, don't know her. Is that Taylor Swift? I can't tell. If what is I going- really? Wow. I can never tell with Travis. Sometimes is that a twelve-year-old Taylor Swift or what? Yeah, yeah, it's the two thousand and nine CMT, so that would be a twenty-year-old Taylor Swift. Oh my God, she looks like a child. So why did this occur okay. to you, Ian? Because Kelly Pickler was friends with Taylor Swift. Was was. Oh. Many in the long line Did of people Taylor that Taylor Swift write a song about Kelly Pickler. <laughs> it's one of the many people in the long line of like people being uh, of Taylor Swift being like that's one of my best friends, and then like a month later, it's like, oh, something's happened here. Wow, Drama. there's been a disturbance in the Swiftiverse. So it's just one of those where I remember reading like some you know an, you know a fake oral history of Taylor Swift's many falling outs. And there, buried in my brain, was Kelly Pickler. Yeah. And even further than buried in my brain was a photo of Bill Engvall, <laughs> Taylor Swift, and Kelly Pickler at the 2009 CMT Awards. Has Taylor kept up her friendship with Bill Engvall, though? Because it would really hurt me if she, if she cut off contact with the Here's Your Sign guy. Yeah. I, you know, I bet that she still keeps in touch since, you know. I bet she's friends with Jennifer Lawrence, you know. He was Jennifer Lawrence's oh, right. da- dad on television, right? Wasn't he that one? It was him? Yeah. Yeah, it's the Billing Bullshit, right? Okay. I get it confused because then, like, Caitlin Deaver is the one who was on Last Man Standing, a show that I will one day pick. That also had, like, an actress who got famous. Uh, Kelly Cuco. I'm going to. Oh, Kelly Cuco. Yeah. Oh, right. No, it's Cuco. No, she's the Cuco. Did she end up up being the fucking waitress on. uh, Oh, is she a waitress? I don't know what she is. Uh, on yes, Big Bang on, Theory? on Big Bang Theory. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Okay. And now she's on The Flight Attendant, and people like that show. I have a question that I like to ask. Um, I've asked it before, and I'll ask it again. How famous would Kelly Pickler be 
if she did not have the name Kelly Pickler. If her name was instead like Marie Jacobs, would she be a, a third uh, as famous? Steven, Steven I, I'm sorry, but this callback to one of your greatest jokes of all time isn't working, and I'm going to need you to think a little bit harder on this name. Okay. Is that the Chris Dogman? <laughs> yes, if Brad Pitt was named Chris Dogman, how famous would he be? That was a question you once asked, and you went, if Brad Pitt, would Brad Pitt still be famous if his name was like Chris Dogman? Okay. Ian, I tried to I tried to write a wrong, and I understand that my wrong was funny at the time. It was so much funny. Right. But I was like I was like, let me actually pick a name that someone could have instead I can't of even remember what name you said. So no, your answer is the answer to your question exactly. is yes, it wouldn't have worked like, actually. It's American exactly. Idol. Like that's where she came from. So you gotta have some literal like first impression somebody sees while they're cooking dinner. All right, let me let me try to you. let me try to let me try to put my brain under more of a pressure cooker and come up with something. Um, if Kelly Pickler's name was instead Carney Handjob, um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she would have gotten on. Chelsea Handler American is very Idol. successful. Man, what's the ethnicity <laughs> of Handjob? It's Arabic. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, I believe that's a Huguenot name, right? <laughs> I think that uh, she wouldn't have made it past the audition room in, in yeah. American Idol if she was named Carney. They, they would have been doing the thing on American Idol where they're laughing behind their paper because the name was yeah. so funny. <laughs> yeah. Simon Cowell would but have just, gotten some great Bon Mo's off there. Just yeah. think of the stand-up career you could have if your name was Carney Handjob. There's <laughs> <laughs> just walking out just like, ladies and gentlemen, Carney Handjob. And then you walk out and you're like, whoa. <laughs> I know. Uh, immigrant parents. <laughs> you know, and wherever they're from, you know, oh, it's a beautiful name. It means this. But in America. I think she also just feels more obscure to us because, like, Nashville and, like, the country music universe is really, like, almost an entirely separate entity from pop culture at large. Uh, and yeah. if you are not into it, it is just, like, vague. Like, I guess I've heard that name before. They play football stadiums? Like yeah, dude, it's, it's crazy universe. to see Nashville culture like this because it's it goes back to that alternate universe music that I keep talking about. Just like there, there's just like a elaborate. Total, you ever see a like a Spotify or Apple Music playlist that's called like Waking Up, and then you all you look at all the band names and you're like, I have not heard of a single one of these, and all of them have 10 million plays. So I don't. I, I imagine you don't do any of the Wordle clones, but the no. Hurdle, the one that's like, Hurdle, here's a yeah. song. You get like a second, and then like two seconds, and so on. And the number of times where I'm like, I will either get this in the top two, in the first two seconds, or I will never get the song because I have never heard of it. Yeah, yeah. Is like there's divide on that where I'm just like, what is this? I've never heard of this thing. And then I check, and then there's just like you know like seventy million YouTube v- views. And, and it's always like, the chain. Oh my god, what or something. Yeah. I mean, it's other or it's other ones like that, or you know, you know, it's not too not to the greatest song ever written. Matt and Travis will soon understand. It's it's interesting to see people who are exceedingly famous, and remember that there is just like a whole other world of music that I apparently am just walled off from. Like even as a person uh, in Chicago who listens to country music, sometimes I have no fucking idea. Is in a country in music band, right? So has a I just country say, band has a country band. <laughs> Kelly Pickler has a song 
called Best Days of Your Life, which is a song that she co-wrote and features Taylor Swift. Mm. Yeah. And it came out December 1st, 2008. Okay. And on November 11th, 2008, Taylor Swift released her song, The Best Day. So Kelly Pickler fully just getting the cast off version Absol- of that, right? Absolutely a victim of this situation. <laughs> she got the first draft yeah. of Best Days. It's uh, yeah. Best Days of Your Life. It's a completely different new song. Yeah. It's nothing like the song that I'm going to put out a month before. Yeah. And will absolutely I mean, dominate. Taylor's got that fucking bloodlust. And Kelly Pickler seems a little too wholesome to quite grasp the level of just depravity. Baby, now we got they should really just do. Lust. They should really just do a <laughs> a thinly veiled Taylor Swift movie. Would love to see that. Uh, her smell, but Taylor Swift. Fucking American Psycho, dude. I love her. She's so great. I love Kelly Pickler. Can everyone give me a reading on that? I love Kelly Pickler. Yeah. I love Kelly Pickler. I love Kelly Pickler. There we go. <laughs> yeah. That's the, that's, so the Meisner technique is an acting technique that's built on repetition. That's Sanford Meisner. And the way we kept saying it earlier, I was like, oh, that's a great phrase for that. Of just everyone going, I love Kelly Pickler. Also, I love, I love Kelly Pickler. I love Kelly Pickler a lot. Anyways, <laughs> Travis, you were saying. One thing, you know, a general thought on the show uh, was, I can't believe the show existed in the mid-2010s because it really feels like something, a product of 10 years earlier. One, yes. because it is basically the newlyweds with Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey. Yep. Um, but also well, just it like... Felt so but much they're not like newlyweds. I thought, I thought that kind of show... A, I thought the kind of show just kind of died off over time. Uh, Naive B, of you. It really feels like it was made to fill like, oh shit, suddenly everyone has a gazillion channels and we mm-hmm. have all this programming space... Yeah. We need to put something on. And I figured by 2015 that CMT maybe it had had figured out what they were putting there. <laughs> yeah, they were putting... I, I'm sure 90% of CMT original programming is this. If you want this, that's a great channel to turn to. I just assumed it would have... you know, It had music video blocks like... Yeah, yeah. But that, there are people who want I know this. That, I know that like Nashville kind of got moved to CMT. Oh, plenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A show we will definitely do one day. Yeah. Oh, yes, of course. I mean, maybe that's what we're doing next week. Nobody knows. Only Travis knows. I just think it's really funny that Kelly Pickler... I love Kelly Pickler. I think it's funny that Kelly Pickler... Uh, <laughs> it's, we, we keep drawing attention to this. The only mention of it on her Wikipedia page is... In 2015, it was announced Pickler and Jacobs would star in a 13-episode reality show for CMT entitled I Love Kelly Pickler. The show premiered on November 5th, 2015. There's no mention that it had two more seasons after that or that it's ended. So I'm going to make a Wikipedia account and add that right now, (laughs) live on the air. (laughs) Put in some sighting or whatever. Also, uh, I just think this note is really fun on her personal life. Uh, In 2007... Pickler was in a relationship with National Predators player Jordan Tutu, and she visited his family. Is he related? And to the Desmond? reason why this is interesting to me? No, she's not. She was not nearly related to Archbishop Desmond Tutu. No, T O O T O O. I don't know how it was spelled for that guy. No. Um. Well, so uh, the reason why it's interesting is because he is from. None of it. 
Not, oh, is that how wow. it's said? I, yes. yeah. we, not a th- weirdly obsessed with none of it. Yeah, so we got, well, who's not obsessed with none of it? The, <laughs> the least populous and the largest and northernmost territory of Canada. The sparsely parcelate, you know, a populated part Sparse, of it. And I'm sparsely. just trying to imagine Kelly Pickler in none of it. How wasn't that the original show? Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, dude. And then she gets there. There's a reindeer farm. There's a bowling alley. <laughs> Yet another way that she is similar to Carrie Underwood, who also dated a Nashville predator. Uh, from probably from Canada. Yeah, I don't know. Anyone ever date anyone on the Titans? Does all the Preds no. get the country singers? Of course they do. Yes. Sticker in well-known capital of Nunavut, Iqaluit. Uh, oh, there you go. I, I, could you tell that I read the name and was like, I'm not going to try. <laughs> yeah, they have the pronunciation we also, here. We should talk about her husband, who's the other star of the show, Kyle Jacobs, who, you know, when I started the show, I was like, oh, she just married a really basic guy. She married every one of my sister's friend's husbands. Okay, cool. Yeah, like, yeah. I've, seen, I've met this guy 12 <laughs> times. But no, he is a notable Nashville songwriter who has worked with, like I said, Garth Brooks, more Than a Memory is the song from earlier. That was the first song to debut at number one on Billboard's country singles chart in its entire history. Uh, he's also written for Trace Adkins and Tim McGraw and Kelly Clarkson, speaking of American Idol. And he has collaborated with Darius Rucker and Winona Judd, among other people. Yeah. So, like, way to, way said, to editorialize you know, that one and only say the names you know. Yep. Yeah, that's that what I did. <laughs> that's who's going to know? Uh, uh, Scotty McCreary is another American Idol guy. Do that you guys? With, do you so. guys? Do you guys want to know the average, uh, yeah, the average low temperature per year in Ikaluit? Oh yes. I absolutely want to know that. So every year, the average. The, the average lowest temperature recorded in the last 50-ish years, it looks like, uh, is negative 43 degrees Fahrenheit. <sighs> That's how cold it gets every year in the capital. That's really cold. Well, I mean, you know, none of it. That's just Chicago when the polar vortex comes through, mm, baby. That's true. Mm. What the wind chill got lower than that. Um, okay, well, the wind chill's a lot lower than that in the Calaweet. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, ne- it's weird. Yeah, they, they they can't measure how low the wind chill gets there. No, you'll die. The, the, yeah, the, 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 every time they've tried to do that, the, the the instruments themselves have killed it's themselves. True. They're like they they were the the wind made them sentient and then it made them hate their very existence. Mm-hmm. Place of many fish. She hasn't released an album since 2013. I was I noticing that too. Yeah, she's more of a public figure now and less of a of a musician. I feel like. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey okay. The Taylor thing happened in 2008. Mm-hmm. I misunderstood the assignment and I listened to the first and last albums of Kelly Pickler's. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. How is the woman I am? Uh, you should do first and last song. <laughs> yeah. First, first song on the first album and last song on the last album. Yeah. Wait, hold on. I'm on the infrastructure section of Ecoloite. The emergency <laughs> services. Sorry. Yeah. The emergency services fleet consists of... <laughs> Does it involve animals? Three ambulances, two staff vehicles, one engine, and one ladder. <laughs> Wait, yeah. one ladder? Wow. So I'm reading. Uh, so uh, Travis, this seems like a you question. Um, what a 
what is Robert Christgau's uh, annotation style? Because I'm seeing the reviews of his, or the, or the review style, not annotation style. I'm seeing the reviews of the first album, and you get three stars out of five, favorable, Charlotte Observer, four out of five, Country Weekly, three and a half out of five, and then Christgau, and it's just a pair of scissors. He does that. It's, there's one that's just a bomb, but then there's also like A, B, and C. He has like some weird esoteric. I assumed that you, another person who has weird esoteric music listening habits, who also listens yeah. to thousands of albums and given you I a, use like, just number ratings. I don't. Yeah, but I figured you could Robert like you, image to, like I've never really read his reviews. He's seems annoying. So the uh, yeah, uh, music the critic seems annoying. He does have one of my favorite quotes of all time, which is uh, Mick Jagger should fold up his penis and go home. But <laughs> his reviews are. I, I've never sought out a Robert Kruska review, although they do seem to appear on the Wikipedia pages of many albums. That's yeah. why I assumed that you would know this. Yeah. And I was let down. I was listening to Sonic Youth a lot last week, so uh, I have a rivalry with Robert Kruska now. Hey, Kalloween. Uh, where's Sonic Youth on the VH100 Greatest Hard Rock Artists? Sonic Youth? 54. Yep. God damn it. Hey, <laughs> Public Transit used to offer bus service in the city, but the bus service was canceled due to low ridership. Motor cars are increasing oh. in number to the extent of causing the occasional traffic jams, known locally as, quote, the rush minute. <laughs> I thought that was really cute. I love this place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's really the cute. Rush <laughs> the rush minute is the part of every day where Matt tells me that like hold your fire is underrated. <laughs> every every nine non binary leftist community organizer I know is gonna move to can you say it again for the me? Halloween. Steven? Kalloween. Yeah, they're all just like that's what we gotta be at. What's the population? Uh seven thousand. That's not that small. It's pretty small, Travis. <laughs> That's pretty small, dude. Smaller, smaller than the town that we are from, but larger yeah. than the college Travis and I went to. There's like micro towns all over the U.S. that have like under one k. You know what? You you know what's a probably a uh, great thing to do in. Uh, uh, no, I'm gonna take a complete 180. You know what's <laughs> probably a terrible thing to do in Stephen. One more time for me, the city. Ecaluit. Uh, you know what's probably a terrible thing to do in Ecaluit. What's that? Raise chickens. I bet they don't like the cold. So in the <laughs> first <laughs> episode of I yeah. Love Kelly Pickler. It might actually be E. Callowit. E. Callowit. Yeah. E. Callowit. E. Callowit. I love Kelly Pickler, and Kelly Pickler loves animals, which is why That's the right. first episode of I Love Kelly Pickler is about her deciding that she wants some chickens because one of her friends has some chickens. Mm -hmm. Did you know she was once named World's Sexiest Vegetarian? Wow. That can't be right. That's on a Wikipedia page. <laughs> that can't She's be right. She's affiliated with Peter. <laughs> Are you saying that the that they're inaccurate or that you don't th believe that she was named that? Oh, I believe that she was named that. I just don't think that. <laughs> I um... think there must be sexy vegetarians. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got you got Scott Adams, incredibly sexy uh, vegetarian. <laughs> I have God. I have friends that are as sexy as she is and are vegetarians. Like, Damn. what about them? Why aren't my friends getting Raja Bell, sexy vegetarian. <laughs> I'm glad that you guys are all giving me this pause Ellie. so that I can just look up just more vegetarians. Just didn't expect Raja Bell to come today. The pride of Florida International Josh, basketball. Have they thought about Allie? Ho uh, uh, po podcast JM podcast guest Allie. JM Coatsy. Yeah. Kelly Pickler. R.I.P. Peter Cushing. I was watching a movie with Peter Cushing. No, I, I was, I, sorry, I, I was over at a friend's house and they just wrapped up on a movie that had Peter Cushing and they revealed that one of my friends 
now has a crush on Peter Cushing, which is a terrifying thing to hear. They watch like Dracula, you know, with Peter Cushing, and they're like, who's this skeletal man? Peter, uh, let's see, uh, more sexy vegetarians? Is that what we want? Not Morrissey, which is what I thought you were about to say. I I wasn't. I tried to put Morrissey Uh, into the AI thing so many times. Tried to get Morrissey (laughs) doing stuff. (laughs) Morrissey eating a cheeseburger. Every time time it's like him eating meat. (laughs) (laughs) Morrissey eating Chicago-style hot dog. (laughs) Morrissey at... Uh, Portillo's. Thank you, Portillo's. Actually, that one would probably work. Morrissey, can you do Morrissey in line at Franklin's Barbecue? (laughs) (laughs) Morrissey with barbecue sauce stains. Actually, just a shameful act was just committed there. Ah, fucking Morrissey. I love you, Kelly Pickler. Yeah, she wants chickens, and uh, also they have some friend named Dalen. Who wears camo cargos? Yeah, is this the friend that lives with them? He's the he's yes, because his plumbing broke or something. Because he's in love with her, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he's so. been in love with her since day one of them meeting. Absolutely, in, you know, it's like they're just like we, yeah, yeah, we've been best friends from eighth grade, and then you cut to a man who has it down bad, <laughs> just a man <laughs> desperately in need of oh, relief. She gives him a hug at the end of that episode. You know that he just really cherished that moment for a long time. Oh my god, yeah. he thought about it so long. He lives for it's those the, um It's the it's that uh, Redactress article, that twinkle in his eye that lets you know he's going to masturbate about you later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which, of course, we all know from that guy going, man, I really regret... I, man, I really regret being in that... Or agreeing to do that photo shoot years ago. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> it's the one guy who's always for those things. Uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't mean to besmirch a real human being. He probably lives a really well-actualized... You know, and complete life. I hope. He lives in Nashville. His life is a bachelorette party. She kind of seems like a bachelorette party. Yes. Right. She's yeah. everyone in, like, you know, any large sorority. When there, when there was that article like a- about the uh, the industrial complex of Nashville bachelorette parties, and they mentioned the year that the NFL draft was happening in Nashville... And there were all of the the, the brides to be and bridesmaids who were very mad at their own, you know at their fiancés or their husbands or their boyfriends for not mentioning that there was going to be the NFL draft and the bars were going to be shut down. Kelly Pickler arrived in each one of their houses and slaughtered those men rituals, ritualistically. <laughs> yeah, she was an avatar of death that night. She appeared across the world and you know re- sought revenge for her uh, her charges who had been forsaken by those that she had trusted in them with. I probably wouldn't be friends with Kelly Pickler, but like if I were at a thing and Kelly Pickler were also at the thing, I'd probably be happy she was there. Yeah. I feel like Kelly Pickler is like my friend's friend. Yeah. And my friend is like, oh, we're not really friends anymore. It's more out of obligation. And I'm always like, oh my God, is Kelly going to be at brunch this week? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I'm excited when Kelly is there (laughs) because I'm only seeing her for like an hour and a half. Yeah, Yeah, a perfect (laughs) amount of time to see Kelly Peckler. And you purposely ask about the things that you know are going to antagonize the friend a little bit. (laughs) Travis, like, look into the side. Like, he's like, damn it. Damn, is that me? Am I that one? (laughs) So her husband, what's his name again? Kyle Jacobs. Kyle. Jacobs. Kyle. Kyle. He kind of hates He's his like, wife. But uh, he loves his wife. But he loves, that's the name of the show. Please, take my wife. 
Yeah. That's the follow up. Um, take Alf, my wife. Alf Kelly voice. Pepper. Please take my wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Travis, did you have any Alf related thoughts you wanted to uh, mention? Um, no, you don't, because that was last week's episode, and we yeah, don't look backwards like that's that. Right. Actually, one quick thing: was anything we said anti-Semitic, or was it where we just speculated? <laughs> no, correctly I was about? getting mad that you guys didn't that you were doing all this stuff without me. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry, but yeah, truly the most that upset I got is that none of you thought of saying "to be discontinued." Whatever the name of the show. Sure. Uh, but I and I wanted to defend Stephen to be like I also know the name Rhett Lashley. Yes, I recently signed up for the Split Zone Duo Patreon. <laughs> is that really <laughs> defending Stephen, or is that just doubling down? Uh, I couldn't have told you who he coached, but I was like, yeah, Rhett Lashley. That's a college football guy. Yeah, it is. And I also subscribed to that Patreon. Um, Martin Frobisher uh, told everyone that he had discovered the route to China. Um, but accidentally just went to the current day uh, location, Iqaluit, uh, and it was called oh, I, I, well, it was good as I was giving this 50-50 odds that it was more Iqaluit facts, <laughs> or you were going to say, another sexier vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> Which bit is Steven doing? The game show, Which bit the, is he doing? The game show that no one wants to play. <laughs> Um, can we talk about I want to play sometimes yeah every once in a while can we talk about executive producer Ryan Seacrest American I mean, Idol surprising well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mostly am talking about the post credits Ryan Seacrest title card that plays at the very end did you guys see it, it was only in the finale it. Matt does love studio fanfare <laughs> I do yeah, yeah. I so... skipped to the next episode by that point uh he has a he has a title card that nobody has ever seen before. Like I'm certain <laughs> that I'm the only person who has ever fucking seen the Ryan Seacrest Productions title card. It looks like a Good Windows way. Media Player visualization of like the bars, like the equalization bars, and then like this oh, weird kind of skewmorphic microphone. When I googled it, the first thing that came up was the LinkedIn page for it. Um, but uh, <laughs> oh, oh, are they hiring? <laughs> What if, yeah, I was like, guys, I can't do the podcast anymore. I now work at Ryan Seacoast Productions, and it's a conflict yeah. of interest to talk shit on these actors. Uh, people also ask, does Ryan Seacrest own the Kardashians? <laughs> One of the strangest okay, things. I think what's in, Let me I think address meant, the issue. I think they meant the new Kardashian show, which is just called the Kardashians. One of the strangest no, things about the Ryan Seacrest Productions logo is that although the five five six five is the most common volume bars, we've also got a two two four six. We've got a three five two. We've got a four three five. It really sounds like I'm naming defensive formations. We've got a <laughs> three two three. You guys see what I'm talking yeah, yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. Are, like, are we gonna run the three five two this season, coach? <laughs> like it's just like it's very inconsistent. I don't know why I decided that an American that I, I don't know why I decided to ask a soccer question as if it was an American <laughs> football question though. Do you guys want to hear the Wikipedia list for television series by Ryan Seacrest Productions? Yes. I do. I absolutely do. This is this is a this is <laughs> I'm sorry guys. We, Hold we make on. jokes. <laughs> Hold on, Stephen. Hold on. I just want to say we make jokes about episodes for the Patreon that yeah. we don't have. This is a joke. This is an episode for the OnlyFans. <laughs> like, 
This list is just a list of like things Matt is going to write down for future could everybody, things. Also, could everybody just do me a favor and click on the link I just put in the Discord general chat? That is just a thing. A general chat. Why do you always do this in the general chat? <laughs> Steven has now posted a DeviantArt Ryan Seacrest production logos made by MJE Game and Comic Fan 89. The most depraved we found him. We found the bottom of the internet, folks. It's right here where people are doing fan art of production logos. We hit rock bottom. We're going to dig under. If I click on this link, open image, a new tab, I'm going to find oil. Uh, yeah, they're doing DeviantArt of the production logo of a company responsible for such series as Dash Dolls, Denise Richards, It's Complicated. Do you think Wow. Do you think they drew this from memory? Or did they have it up as a reference? Uh, Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve. Oh, yeah. Flip It Like Disick. Wait, yeah, it's Scott Disick show. Next yes. question. Flip it Is he like, like a DJ? Disick. Uh, it's, it's about a house flipping guy. Um, huh. Oh, oh! Jeremy Renner's enraged. <laughs> That's what he was going to bring to Quibi. Um, Jamie Oliver's Food Revolution. Okay. Oh, I've actually yeah. heard of that show. Uh, Keeping up with the Kardashians. Heard Chloe and Lamar. Courtney and Chloe take the Hamptons. Courtney and Kim take Miami. Courtney and Kim take New York. Of Life of Kylie. Uh, Kylie goes to camp. Kylie uh, scared straight. Straight. Yeah. <laughs> um, Live with Kelly and Ryan. His talk show he hosted with Kelly Ripa until recently when they got replaced by Drew Barrymore's show. Kendall Jen, uh, Pepsi's super, uh, kept, uh, Pepsi's, uh, you know, uh, PepsiCo Spectacular, Kylie Saves Christmas. Sorry, Kendall uh, was the one who stopped ourselves racism with a Pepsi, so actually it would be Kendall Mar- Saves Christmas. Married to Jonas, which is about Kevin Jonas's, uh... Married life. to well, Jonas. Well, yeah, they can't, they can't afford the other two people married to Jonas's. They're more famous. More famous than the Jonas's? Yeah, it's Priyanka Chopra and um, um, Sophie Turner. He did a sitcom called Mixology. Uh, sitcom. My absolute favorite, my absolute favorite title on here: Revenge Body with Khloe Kardashian. <laughs> oh, is that? Um, I were Revenge Body. <laughs> what you say like, Chloe? Electronics before going into a grind set. Revenge yeah, it's with Chloe. So it's like I will, I will get revenge. I, I, I will avenge you. I will avenge you, Lamar. I will kill you, Tristan. (laughs) I will save you, Drew. Uh, The series features. That's why you come to as you know. Get a makeover using assistance of personal trainers and stylists, leading to a major transformation inside and out. Um, Robin China, Shades of Blue, which is an American crime drama based on the novel Shades of Blue: Thirty Years of Unethical Policing by Michael Rudolph. and stars that, Jennifer Lopez. That's a fucking outlier. What the hell? And then uh, Shahs of Sunset, which is about like rich Persian guys or rich Persians in Beverly Hills. Incredible. Um, Mixology was an American sitcom uh, that takes place all over the course of one night and in a Manhattan bar called Mix, where five m- women and five men meet up for more than just a casual conversation and a drink. What is it? A, wow. An orgy or <laughs> Ryan Seacrest Productions has <laughs> ABC sitcom. It's more an orgy, than, okay? More than just a casual drink. Like what? It, what? It, like what? Are a the couple five of casual drinks. Doing? A serious drink. 
<laughs> I guess I, I did, right. I guess it did jump all the way to serious. RG. Uh, <laughs> if you guys are wondering why we've been talking for like an hour and haven't talked about the plot of this episode. We did. We talked. I, everything I said when I introduced you guys, <laughs> that was the yeah. plot of the show. <laughs> she got chickens. Kyle made a chicken coop. The chicken laid an egg. No, well, hold. Well, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. The other guy made the bad chicken coop. Yes. And then yeah, Kyle the made the guy, good chicken The guy who's yeah, in love with Kelly. Dalen. And then Kelly Dalen said, went out drunk in the yard again, duct taped some chicken wire around six beams. It was yeah. a lot like the time, you know, Stephen once for Christmas gave somebody just some thread or whatever. Listen, that was, re- that was a revenge gift. One time. <laughs> that was a revenge gift because he had once gifted me just like planks of wood and said, this will at some point be a cat tree. And I, it was. Was it a cat tree at one point? Yeah. On October 20, the next year. Wow. The first episode of Mixology has Keyshawn Johnson as himself. And the second episode of Mix- <laughs> Mixology was directed by Michael McDonald. The, not that Michael McDonald. The one from Mad TV. Yeah. Oh, that's who I guessed. I knew it was and, that. Yeah. 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 Uh, Ian, did uh, Henry Rollins ever appear in I Love Kelly Pickler? <laughs> I wish to God that Henry Rollins had appeared in <laughs> I Love Kelly Pickler. She's like, this and is my Googling. friend Henry. He's not, it's not said like what he does or like that. He's, he's just like some guy. I met he him just, when he was doing a spoken word show. He just has some like very hastily written bit that he pretends is candid, but is very clearly written for him. <laughs> yeah, like the chicken song. Yeah. Matt, when I Googled Henry Rollins, I love Kelly Pickler, mm. the result I got was, it looks like there aren't many great matches for your search. Yes. They just threw their <laughs> arms up and were like, what the fuck, man? I was really hoping there'd be like someone asked Henry Rollins, like, what music do you dig lately? And he's like, you know what? I love Kelly Pickler. She's really got some great stuff. The closest thing I can find about that mentions them in the same breath is a letter from Oh, my God. This is actually amazing. So, uh, dear Nashville, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to sum this up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read the opening bit of it. Uh, last week, on the day that would have been Chet Atkins' 90th birthday, my office re- received news that the historic RCA building on Music Row is likely to be sold. The building with the historic Studio A as its centerpiece was Atkins and Owen Bradley's vision and baby had become home to the largest classic recording space in Nashville. Word is the prospective buyer is a Brentwood, Tennessee-based commercial development company called Bravo Department, owned and operated by Tim Reynolds. We don't know what this will mean for the future of the building. All, uh, by the way, Travis, this is just for you, but double spacing after every single period. Mm. First off, kudos to the estates and descendants of, Bra- of Adkins and Bradley for doing the best to keep the building alive. They've owned the property all these years and could have at any point closed it up or mowed it down. Sadly, it's what happens in the name of progress. Studio A, J- Studio a which turns 50 years old next year, has a rich history. Here are some of the artists and groups who have made hits here. And then it's just a long list of artists, which in the middle does mention Henry Rollins. And then later, in another part, it's talking about recent artists who have worked at Studio A. And that's where it mentions Kelly Pickler. And then it says, and me. At the very end, it goes, and me, with a double period. And then it's just like this whole thing about how we owe it to National, we need this, uh, to Nashville, we need the space to exist. And at the end, it says, yours, Ben Folds, which is perfect wow. and the exact <laughs> ideal human wow. being to name check Henry Rollins and Kelly Pickler wow. together. I was hoping it'd be one of the guys from Diarrhea Planet um, <laughs> for a Nashville artist, but that works too. Nashville's probably the worst city in the U.S., right? Uh, I haven't been there, so I can't say. It's uh, unbearable. It takes a lot of top man. Las Vegas to me. It's, it's, it's Washington, D.C. Okay, yeah. 
cool museums. Yeah, yeah, no, there are cool things there, but again, it's the worst. It's it's the worst person from your high school moved to Washington D.C. Yeah. That's true. The second worst moved to Nashville. So, uh, would you guys watch more I Love <laughs> Billy Pickler? <laughs> oh, um, no, but I did like when um, I did like when uh, Kyle, Kyle chased the chickens. Yeah, and it reminded me of uh, Rocky. And then also then again a creed where he's like, yeah, you got to catch that chicken. And then he immediately catches the chicken. And then he's like, ooh, chickens are a lot slower these days. What Keep about when Santiago had to catch the pig? He does compare. He's like, he does say that chickens are like cheetahs in Rocky. Famously. I liked when they were like, I didn't, uh, chickens can't fly. You never seen a chicken in a tree. And then we see the chicken do the like kind of short fly chickens are going to blow up. And they're like, wow, they can. Yes, they do. Yeah. They actually show that clip twice. The major thing that stood out to me is that at one point Kelly Pickler did, uh, by one point I mean many uh, many moments in this episode, she did to me look like Shailene Woodley in like makeup, like trying to disguise herself, hmm. which I thought was fun. And um, uh, also, um, I don't mean to demean anyone's work. It's I half-ass my job all the time. I'm a human being. I do think if you give me, I don't know, $4,000, I would I could better shoot this episode <laughs> of television. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like... <laughs> The number of times where I was like, is this in, in, this is a bold decision with this camera shake as they're <laughs> just walking over to somebody and it's moving it's like when Sam Raimi decided he should put, yeah, and it's, and it's so cool that they did the thing where Sam Raimi put a camera on a two by four and had two people carry it and chase after people. I was like, there we go. We're great. I thought that was a brave aesthetic choice for this show about people getting chickens. Here's the deal. I would not watch more. I love Kelly Pickler under normal circumstances, but if I were stuck in some suburban home with no cell service, but they did have cable and everything else was like CNN or like ESPN eight, the Ocho, I would probably put on Kelly Pickler over those things. You said the wrong, you made the wrong comparison to these three people. We're going to pick the Ocho every day. You know that. <laughs> Absolutely. Especially when during the summer when ESPN2 does actually become ESPN8 the Ocho for like one day every year and they do show weird obscure sports. Yeah. Like they you, do it on purpose. See? They call themselves yeah, ESPN8 the, the, the yeah, Ocho. That's the fun. Ocho. I like that. I grab, I grab <laughs> a beer and then I watch. it like, as long as it has. <laughs> yeah. Fucking dodgeball. <laughs> It's a good idea. I have watched the the world champion of world championship of mini golf at least once. Yeah. Um, also, is that the joke with the longest life from dodgeball? None yes. of the actual dodgeball uh, stuff. It's I just can't the, think of many other ones. You can dodge a wrench. You can dodge a ball. That's uh, not even a joke. Bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if that plays out for him. Like you'll see that. Oh, one is that what like, bold strategies for him? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think the. I think the. <laughs> The play-by-play of dodgeball is the part of dodgeball with the longest-lasting yeah, cultural legacy. Yeah, it's Gary Cole and uh, Jason Bateman. <laughs> Jason Bateman. Just like they are tremendous. Having a great time. He's got to yeah. go to the shame that. triangle. Has really stuck with me. <laughs> Shouts out to Gary Cole for being a guy who can very easily, you're like, this man is a, a fed through and through. This guy is absolutely yeah. a cop. Or immediately same energy. You're like, this guy's... He's this guy's a criminal. He's, he's, got, <laughs> he's just like, he, he's never anything but Gary Cole. And the variations to which that can be played are wonderful. Yeah. I love Kelly Pickler. Other thing that stood out to me in the episode is that uh, her husband has like coordinates tattooed on his uh, inner arm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that and was, uh, 
I always sound like that. I don't know. But my general rule of thumb is, bro, do not get numbers tattooed onto your yeah. inner arm. Yep. Yep. Just like, no, don't do that one. You okay. searching the coordinates that were on his arm. Oh, I just uh, found his buried treasure. That's exactly what. Yes. 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 It's he's <laughs> the riches that he made from writing. You won't be alone or whatever. It's called by Garth Brooks. Yeah. He wrote, you'll never walk alone. That's what he did. <laughs> So we've talked about Nashville, and we talked about Nunavut. What if we got the best we'll of both worlds the and talked about Anchorage, Alaska? Where <laughs> you got, you got none of it in my, Alaska, in my Anchorage. <laughs> Here in uh, oh, my God. Has anyone here been to, uh, been to Alaska? I've never been to Alaska. No, no, but now that I'm moving to the Northwest, I was like, I could do a trip to, North, to Alaska reasonably. From You, you got go. that from watching this episode of Kelly Pickler's show? Yeah. I love that. I never think I about Alaska. And then I was like, you know what? Alaska Air, that's an easy, that's probably not the battle flight. This is the most our podcast is influenced. It's definitely not that yeah. bad flying from Seattle to Anchorage. I'll do the salmon shot. <laughs> would you do it? You think you would, Travis? It's probably better than Malort. Um, it's probably better it's, than uh, Malort. It's, uh, it's only three hours and 25 minutes uh, yeah. of a flight. Yeah, I'd, I'd take that flight. Uh, now, I would say the likelihood that that flight crashes and then you are forced to survive in the wilderness pretty strong. I haven't seen Yellow Jackets. I was yeah, about I was, to I was say I would watch jackets. that uh, around whatever Yellow Jackets is on. But you could also, Travis, have you considered that you could drive the 42 hours <laughs> and you could go to Seattle, you start in Seattle and yeah. you could go to Vancouver and then Anchorage. a different city <laughs> named Houston. And um, I've heard of Whitehorse. You could go to a city called Destruction Bay. Who doesn't want to go to Destruction Bay? I want to watch. That's going to be the. You were saying that I'm going to pick a fake show sometime uh, for the podcast. I'm going to pick Destruction Bay next week. That's next week. Um, Travis, you could also go to Juno for. uh, I don't know what the culture of Juno is compared to uh, Anchorage, but it's only a two and a half hour flight. You save an hour on the flight and you save money. It's only the the political wonks of Alaska that are in Juneau. I imagine the political. I'm I'm seeing what they both look like in terms of photos. So, um, so they go to Alaska for reasons. They land. Well, it's because, um, Bucket They've list. Been to every other state, but they haven't been to Alaska. A man tells them that it doesn't really get dark there at the time they go. Uh, he takes her to go with the sled dogs. Some some very clever writers made Kelly Pickler say, "I did a rod." Uh, the other really clever thing was when Kyle kept being like, "What's the plural of moose? It should be meese," and then learns it's moose. No one ever thought I, of that before. You just very clever. If you just clever all around me and. Travis in Alaska for three days, you'd get better material than this. Like, uh, like I don't know. I mean, that's why we host a podcast, is we at least believe that. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. I, 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 I don't know. For some reason, I picked me and Travis because it is the least likely two-person trip. I think out of the entire. I would love. I can't <laughs> wait to hear. I can't wait to hear about tra- uh, Stephen visiting his family in Seattle and then taking some extra time to spend time with Travis in Anchorage. I only have and a then vague you guys go to Anchorage Austin, together. Yeah. I only have a vague understanding of what planes, trains, and automobiles is about, but I imagine it would be me and a road trip with Stephen would be not unlike that movie. <laughs> hey, hey, and, and I'm hey. Steve Martin. He's John Candy. Yeah, of course. That's obvious. You also clearly have not seen that movie, right? No. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, 
I, I don't really know what's about, but he's trying to get away from John Candy, right? He's like this. Because the thing is, is that like a key part of that movie is that then it's revealed that like Steve Martin's the asshole and the monster, I mean, like probably. the bad person in there. And it's just like, oh, I need to get rid of my preconceived notions. So I love the idea well, of you guys going on a trip. This, se- this seems and this seems changing fine your me. entire outlook and personality. Yeah, and like Steve, but just a little moment where you like say something to Stephen, and Stephen's just like, you know, I'm not changing. I like me. My wife likes me. You know, I'm the real article because what you see is what you get, which is something that Stephen could easily say to you, honestly. <laughs> if I like me. Yeah, my wife doesn't like me, but that's, you know. Oh, take my wife, <laughs> Kelly Pickler, coming to CMT this fall. Yeah, uh, this episode is when I just stopped taking notes on what was happening and more just general things. Like this is when I noticed that my they notes were up- things. Uh, sorry, my notes were things like um, I really liked the performance of the tour guide in Michael Mann's Thief. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he was the Pronsky he's joke. the mob heavy in that one. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So this is when I noticed that they hadn't updated the IMDb because only... So this show ran three seasons, as far as we could tell, because that was on Voodoo by Fandango. And this did seem like they kind of knew it was getting canceled or something based on the end of it. Uh, Sign in with your Walmart account. Dude, I laughed so hard when I saw the button that like there was no Google, Facebook, any of that shit. The login with Walmart absolutely fucking killed me on Voodoo by Fandango. So it says seasons four. And you have the first season, what? you have 13 what? episodes. The second season, you have 11 episodes. Season three just has one, just says episode 3.1, August 3rd, 2017. So that's what they put when they know a show's been renewed, but like yeah. the hasn't started production yet. Then there's other uh, episode dated 24 December 2015, episode dated 17 November 2016, episode dated 24 November 2016, and I Love the Military with a picture of Kyle holding. <laughs> I love the military it. appears earlier in season three, and I was worried that we were going to have to watch that one. I can't believe you were worried that we would watch something called I Love the Military. <laughs> that seems like your choice. Uh, and then the other thing that I wrote was anyone who watches this show shares artifacted minions macros. <laughs> <laughs> that one got me good. <laughs> that one got me real good. <laughs> so, you know, I love to talk about it. And you mentioned that you mentioned... Um, Minions. So I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up my favorite movie. No, I'm gonna talk about my favorite movie that has the minions in it. Well, Travis Uh, is trying to think. He's trying to figure out what. Are they in the new Chippendale movie somehow? Probably not. No, they're in Mortal Engines. Mortal Engines at one point features the minions. Is someone just watching Minions? Or no, they they find a statue of the minions in like they have it in like their museum of the pre of civilization before the collapse. And they have a minion statue, and they're like, we still don't know the meaning of these figures, or something like that. I would love that if, like, right next to it was just, like, a poster for I Love Kelly Pickler, <laughs> and I'm just trying to draw conclusions from just the name alone. Much like we really have to do here, being like, so it seems she was an idol of some sorts. <laughs> the people that's worshipped more, her. That's more jarring than the part of Midsummer when they're like, the kids are watching Austin Powers. <laughs> and just... <laughs> Although we don't get to see any of them. Um, so I'm at um, premiere date new. I'm on premiere date dot news uh, about I love Kelly Pickler, mm-hmm. uh, and um, I-, I wanted to double check. And yeah, it was canceled season four. They they had announced or like they were going to do a season four. They dropped it. Oh. CMT dropped season four of I love Kelly Pickler from its programming. Damn. And you got the comments. There are nine of them. Okay. Um, 
My wife and I can't wait for the upcoming season. Great show, lots of fun. Need more shows like Kelly's. Kelly is spelled incorrectly. <laughs> yeah. she does Absolutely love the, the show, and it was over too soon. I agree we need more shows like this. Kelly has a pure heart and loves her friends and family, and it is fun. Kelly is fun. Also loves our country and the armed forces. Please, more Kelly. Again, spelled incorrectly, but in a new, different way. Please give us the season four of I Love Kelly Pickler. I love, love that show. I love her and Kyle. The show is family-oriented. It's one of our family shows we watch for our family pizza nights during the summer. Please give us season four. Question mark, 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 question mark. I love to vigorously censored while watching Kelly Pickler. Sometimes I almost block out. <laughs> <laughs> World sexiest vegetarian. World sexiest vegetarian. What made it hard to watch was you made it later at night to watch instead of earlier. I present my DVR you, to watch you it. You made it later. <laughs> but to have it on earlier and stay at the same time week after week makes it easier to watch. I enjoy the show. Other than her singing, her personality is just contagious and a joy to watch. Other than her that singing. That was Max 316. I think he means in addition to. Could you read? Oh. Could you please read the first sentence of the last one you read again? Just something about the cadence. What made it hard to watch was you made it later at night to watch instead of earlier. A <laughs> <laughs> person wrote it with. Listen, they wrote it with predictive text. You can't get too mad at them for that. They just kept hitting what came next. <laughs> what ma- what makes it harder to wa- <laughs> what, <makes it> <laughs> what made it hard to watch was you made it later at night to watch instead of earlier. I had to set my DVR to watch it, but to have it on earlier and stay at the same time week after week makes it easier to watch. I enjoyed the show. Other than her singing, her personality is just contagious and a joy to watch. I love to vigorously censored while watching Kelly Pickler. Sometimes okay. I almost black out. Minus Season four? Question mark, 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 question mark. For a minute there, I lost myself. Minus the guy who jerks off to the show. We don't know that. He says censored. He minus, could be vigorously knitting. Minus him, any of these guys could be the dude that I cyberbullied harder on, or like over watch. Twitter for a year. For is my, you uh, made it later line. at night to watch instead of earlier? <laughs> 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 I just, 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 I don't know anyone who talks like that. <laughs> well, Tazmax three sixteen does. You know, the God's good word. I love, Max I love 316, that he verse. said, holding up a sign. Guys. <laughs> what medium was the song guys. again? <laughs> this is on That's the comments. Max316.news. Pure premierdate.news. Yeah. Anyway, they went to Alaska, and their sled dog said that. Uh, they went. We talked about they went to the bar. They had the same a lot of questions. They met a They're Russian good. woman. It's the most scatologically focused here. television show we've covered, oh, despite yeah, the fact yeah. that we've Just covered. A, it's a nice uh, little poot. Was, uh, it's it's the fact that, that we've we've covered uh, Jackass, and yet this is the one that talks about also like sled dogs pissing on you if you don't stop moving. Yeah, they go, they go, they go. Uh, they get on a helicopter, piloted a guy who looks like a member of like the Cleveland Guardians front office. He's just got the sunglasses <laughs> and weeby nature of a guy who has some strong opinions on like you know. FIP and things like that. And then as they get off the helicopter, the guy basically, you know, the the pilot says something about enjoy what they're doing. And uh, Kyle is just like, yeah, see you soon, buddy. Which is just such a really sweet thing to say to the guy right after you get off the helicopter and he flies away. <laughs> yeah, see you soon, buddy. 
Very see nice. you soon, buddy. Actively going like, don't say you too. Don't say you too. Don't say you too. <laughs> see you soon, buddy. There's something. <laughs> there's something very cute about. I don't know. It, it kind of felt like like reality's slow TV in a way, where it's just like, yeah, you don't have to think. Don't worry. Don't yeah. worry about thinking. It's never, it's never, the uh, the epitome of mashed potatoes programming. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, we'd all do these shots of the salmon liquid. Yeah. Li- uh, liquid. I'd do Not most liquor. of the stuff. I, pretty much everything they do in this episode, I would do on my trip to Alaska with Travis. It's just uh, an Alaska tourism video. Yeah. Yeah, I was like hoping like Sarah Palin would show up. <laughs> no, it's 2017. I, I thought, well, okay. She did. Listen, Sarah Palin she did a pa- still weirdly culturally relevant when you get deep into Wikipedia looking at shows that maybe you want to pick for the podcast that you're on. Is there anybody more famous from Alaska than Sarah Palin right now? Jewel? <laughs> Is she more famous than Sarah Palin? No. Uh, Mario Chalmers? Carlos Boozer? <laughs> Should we bust from for Alaska? <laughs> <laughs> I think he was, he had like a military dad or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, think, I think that's the case. I think that's the case with both of them. Ooh, yeah. Kurt Schilling is from Alaska. I didn't know that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> So at some point in this episode, they get to go have their grilled salmon, uh, like lunch, after going on a kayak that they got stuck somewhere on the river, and they are poured glasses of white wine, and then they cut to the you, next I, shot, and they're holding glasses of red wine. <laughs> red, yeah. <laughs> well, because they because they got trapped on the ice, and so what they did is they're like, oh, this is so great, and then they threw those glasses back, and we're like, yeah. you got any more of this one? Oh, you got to open the next one. How's faints pouring this year? And they <laughs> nice, uh, nice. You know, it's it's a fucking rocking vintage. It's a fucking man. What a year! I I need to go to sleep. Yeah, we're we're almost done. <laughs> is that the new way that we end the episode? Is we go <laughs> I understand what you're going for. Is let's see how long we keep Steven up, and then I don't know. That was I love Kelly Pickler. I mean, we do get. I do think they had a sense that they were going to get canceled because oh, yeah. there is the part where they do yeah. flashbacks to other episodes. Yeah, and and it, Kelly just lists the things that she loves. That are water breaks. I just want to say <laughs> we don't know. And then their house that that's is not destroyed. how every episode of I Love Kelly Pickler ends. For all we know, every other episode ends with a montage of random things she loves. Yeah. Because what? Because while we may love Kelly Pickler. Kelly Pickler loves us. And that yes. is why God sent her. Yes. To forgive us of our sins. Yes. To die on the cross and redeem man. Yeah. I'm picturing all of the uh, all the Renaissance paintings instead of your <laughs> backdrop uh, as you're saying all this. So, yeah, that's, that's I Love Kelly Pickler. A light and honestly pretty fun watch. Like, I, I, did, I, I don't need a lot of a lot more of it. It wasn't. It didn't make me feel some profound emotion. I put it on. I yeah. drank some wine. I watched some Kelly Pickler. It was a pretty good time. I drank a uh, a uh, Lacroix cherry blossom seltzer while I watched it. Yeah, it kind of tastes like a. Ch- it kind of tastes like what I rem- imagine a uh, a cherry tootsie pop would taste like. So I don't know if it's good or bad. That disoriented good to me. So that was I love Kelly Pickler, and I think we I speak for everyone here at this podcast when I say we too love you, Kelly. 
We love yeah, you. I love Kelly, Kelly Pickler. Pickler. I love Kelly Pickler. You're not the world's sexiest vegetarian, but you're up there. I love Kelly Pickler. She does have a cute voice. Like, I don't know. I just like the way she talks. Steven, Steven's into the Southern Belle. Steven, just, yeah. Steven really likes people with voices that sound like cartoon characters. That's a reoccurring thing. <laughs> Kristen Shaw is the hottest woman in the world. If Kristen Shaw asked it, me out, you know I'd say yes in a second. I mean, you couldn't turn that down. That would be oh, a that's great. She's right here time. in my pocket. I, yeah. I'll let me pull her right out. She's right here with me. <laughs> oh, my God. Hello. Uh, no, uh, that's also why Steven likes Thomas and McKenzie, a person who does sound like a cartoon mouse. <laughs> Listen. I'm into all of it. I'm Thomas and Mackenzie, and I got to that beach that makes you old, and now I sound like a mouse from The Great Mouse Detective. <laughs> I sound like Flavisham. Because he sounds like Meatwad. <laughs> so, Travis. Yeah. It's your pick next week. I have chosen for next week um, a show from the turn of the 21st century oh, that no. uh, is about toxic masculinity. Um, Italian American identity and oh my God. Uh, men's troubled relations with their mothers. Is it? Of course, it's finally time for us to talk about Johnny Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> you really, you really did get me with that. You got me. What did you think he was going to say? The Sopranos. Yes. Oh no! I was, going, I, was for, I was going for doing the Sopranos. Yeah, no, yeah, I he, figured he really that the, the joke was that he was going to switch to Entourage. <laughs> no, I will never pick Entourage. We started this. With You're not allowed to pick Entourage. <laughs> Who here knows the least about Johnny Bravo? It's, it's definitely not it's me. Pretty difficult I one because I feel like we all know quite a, a decent amount about Johnny Bravo. This is also to get me. This is just to get us all hyped, hyped for the Elvis movie, of course, as well, right? right. <laughs> Since my as understanding Lerman's is uh, Johnny Bravo. Yeah, uh. well, that's what my understanding of that movie is. Again, the review of it that was just like, what if Tom Hanks was playing? What if a Flemish version of of Goldfinger for the whole movie? And I was like, oh, when I went to a when my parents came to town last weekend and we went to a bar, I was talking about the Elvis reviews and the the server comes over to ask if we need more. And he's like, are you talking about Elvis? And I was like, yes. And then he stayed around and we talked about Elvis for a minute where he's like, and then apparently this happens. It sounds terrible and insane. Anyways, Johnny Bravo. I'm going to put 30 seconds on the clock. We got a volunteer who wants to talk about Johnny Bravo. Anyone want to just do Johnny Bravo impressions for 30 <laughs> seconds? I feel like I've Who talked about a, f- a few recently, so I, I want to exempt myself, but I've, I'm yeah. certain I've watched the same amount of Johnny Bravo as everybody else. Okay. It, I, I can or volunteer because I, I didn't have Cartoon Network for a while sure. growing up, so it might technically be that. Sure, you can do it. Um, hey, Ian, you've got 30 seconds on the clock. Tell me everything. Are you timing me? What did I just say? I'm just making just sure that you start. Yeah, yeah. I'm just making sure that you weren't doing a, a very believable Stephen thing, which is just say I've got 30 seconds on the clock while staring off in the middle distance, and then <laughs> forgetting that. Well, what actually happened is uh, it's been playing, so you've got about 10 seconds to describe what. you Oh, know okay. About so Johnny Bravo is basically a cartoon about an idiot got man child who's kind of like James Dean, but a lot like Elvis, and uh, I believe that like. Phil Hartman, not sorry, uh, uh, Butch Hartman and uh, Seth MacFarlane worked on the show for a while. I don't actually know the name of the creator, but it was one of those ones that like started as like a sort of like short and then became like a longer version thing on Cartoon Network. Uh, you know, it's mostly just about uh, a horn dog uh, trying to get women to date him and then it not working. And he's like, oh, that's time. Mama. I actually gave you the 30 seconds. Um, Mama. 
Yeah. Yeah. He also loves his mama too. Anyway, just like Elvis, who loved his mama. Can't believe we're about to watch a cartoon two weeks in a row. Mac, you can start screaming when we pick cartoons. Yeah. If 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 I'm not allowed to pick vampire shows, then you guys aren't allowed to pick cartoons after Steven's pick Pick next week. The entire an entire medium versus yeah. First of all, you are allowed to pick vampire shows. Yeah, the entire medium of vampire media versus a subgenre of animated shows. No. Uh, well, that was the podcast. <laughs> so <laughs> still don't care. No yeah. care. No nobody cares what you think. Uh I care what all of you think. <laughs> and that's why I do this podcast with you, which you should rate and review and tell a friend and follow cuz I guess you don't subscribe to podcasts anymore. I don't know. They don't like the idea of that language. Who cares? Listen to us and review huh. us wherever you like your podcasts to be played. It'll we'll be back next week. And the week after that, and so on and so forth, until our quest is complete. But until that time, thank you, Matt, for your wonderful work week in, week out. Steven, what do we say about Matt? Uh, get him a webby. Thank you. And then, Steven, what do you say to bring, it us, bring us on home? A uh, guillotine. God, I, I can't believe we didn't talk about that part at all. <laughs> it's my first note, too.